for LBW. Oh, he's got him. That's well run, or is it? Oh, a fielder. That's out. That's got to be out. That's beautifully done. What a great effort. That's unbelievable. That is sensational. Now, this will be interesting. Short, fine legs. Hey, welcome to Short, Fine Legs, South Africa's premium cricket podcast, which is now proudly brought to you by Orko. Africa's favourite auctioneers. Orco are the biggest hitters in online and live auctions, featuring the best brands in luxury and budget vehicles and trucks, as well as furniture, appliances and gadgets for your home and office. The Orco team are also the biggest cricket fans out there, so naturally we're quite big fans of them too. Visit their website www.orco.com or follow them on social media so you're kept up to date with their latest auctions. Hey, welcome to Short Fine Legs, the cricket podcast that, like the Proteas, has been here before. And when I say here, I mean at home, while the Cricket World Cup is on the horizon. But something feels different, doesn't it? Tema Bavuma's team won four of their five matches. They beat a strong England side and a West Indies team that admittedly was below par, but still had some world beaters in their ranks. They overcame a difficult situation against Sri Lanka, and they hammered Bangladesh even if it wasn't quite by enough. They only stumbled against Australia and were knocked out on net run rate. And we can unpack the performances, but I'd rather focus today on something a little less tangible than runs and wickets, something that has no observable metrics. I'm talking about feeling. Now, when I ask Proteus fans how the team makes them feel, and I do this almost daily, they usually respond with words such as, Pain, despair, shattered expectations. But this time I imagine it's numbness. I'll speak for myself. I struggled to feel anything on Saturday once it became apparent that South Africa weren't going to progress to the semi-finals. I, I wasn't sad, I wasn't disappointed, I wasn't angry. It was just numb. And my response to South Africa getting knocked out in net run rate was met with a shrug. I let out a sigh, not because it was exhilarating, but because it all felt so predictable. I was left deflated, not from the sheer exhausting thrill of Rusty van distance fireworks against England, or to Bryce Shamsey cementing his status as a generational mainstay in this white ball team, but because it went according to script. And that feeling was turned into exasperation when I saw Cricket South Africa's tweet on November 10th. It was a picture of Kahisa Rabada celebrating, puffing his meaty arms in, 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 in ecstasy as he'd clearly taken a wicket. He was flanked by Keshav Maharaj holding a ball suggestively, intimating that he was going to give it a, a ripping tweak and, and, and put in a huge commanding performance, holding up one end. And Onik Nokia looking like a man stuck in a long line at the bank. And there was a quote below. This picture of joy and anticipation, in Nokia's case, frank, frankly boredom. And the quote below this picture said, It's not just cricket. It's boundaries broken. In the tweet, Cricket South Africa included the message, our victories are not measured by the scoreboard, but by how many we were able to bring along with us. And they also included the hashtag, be part of it. Blah. 
I'm sorry, Cricket South Africa. I hope you'll understand my cynicism, but this is pure nauseating guff. And I genuinely believe you are taking the piss. Yes, the team played very well. I believe they exceeded expectations going into the competition. I didn't think that they would win three games. I thought West Indies, England and Australia would beat them. But hey, they, 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 they played well. Credit where it's due. They played well. But let's not get this twisted. This team, like any national team, evokes pride when it wins. And of course, we continue to support them. And when they get things right socially and culturally, it helps with the buy-in. But our pride in them, our desire to hashtag be part of it, is directly correlated to how well they perform on the field. And this is a results industry. So performing one on the field and losing admirably is one thing, but winning is something else entirely. At the 1995 Rugby World Cup, Nelson Mandela wore Captain Francois Pinot's jersey using the Springbok emblem that was once a bastion of, of, of white Afrikaans supremacy over the black majority. He used the Springbok as a, as a tool for unification and, and, and recalibration in the new South Africa. I mean, that story is mythologized to the degree it has been. It's been turned into a Hollywood movie and a best-selling book. And this narrative is so woven into the fabric of what it means to be a South African sports fan. But if Joel Stransky doesn't kick that winning drop goal, does any of that happen? Is current captain Sia Khaleesi's story such a lightning rod for our current discourse and the challenges we face as a nation as we claw our way back from the waste of the Jacob Zuma years? If Makazola Mpimpi and Cheslin Colby don't score tries against England to win the 2019 Rugby World Cup? Of course not. I don't think so. Mandela said that sport has the power to change the world. But there is a caveat there. And that is contingent on the team winning. To give Cricket South Africa their dues, they can only play the hand that they've been dealt. And the team did play well. And they managed to win back some credibility. Temba Bavuma emerged as a commendable leader mark boucher lives to fight another day as coach and players like nokia rabada shamsi aiden markram and even david miller have come out of this tournament with credit in the bank cricket south africa and the, and the team as a whole i would argue of course botched the quentin de Kock situation and quentin had a poor tournament so obviously this is Impacted by the keeper's refusal to take a knee in protest to a directive issued by the board. But I thought after the West Indies game, they handled the affair well. And obviously, Temba Bavuma leading that, that recognition that they hadn't got things right played a massive role in this. And we've discussed this on a previous podcast. And I criticized them and I crit criticized the cock. But I thought afterwards, they, they did a pretty good job. And I think... I'm relatively okay with how things turned out. But, and this is a very big but, I don't want to be lied to. And I'm talking about Cricket South Africa's tweet. My old cricket coach used to tell us, don't bullshit a bullshitter. He'd say this whenever we'd slack off in training or take shortcuts during fitness. 
you know, cut corners when, when running laps or, or doing five less push-ups than we're supposed to. Cricket South Africa are effectively bullshitting us by telling us that results on the scoreboard don't matter. That what happens on the field is less important than what happens off it. Let's go back to rugby for a second. Part of the genius of Rusty Erasmus is that he recognized that winning had to come before everything else. It had to come before transformation. It had to come before inspiring the nation. It had to come before unifying the disparate tribes of South Africa. He had created a hierarchy of needs. And he said that social justice was an admirable ambition for a sports team, but that it was impossible to achieve without results on the field. Winning was the priority. Everything else would come after. And everything else would come after organically. That is the point. You can't fabricate this. It has to be organic. Cricket South Africa need to get their priorities straight. They need to realize that a winning team is what will help fix the problems within the organization. Now, I've heard the argument that had South Africa won the tournament, they would have merely papered over the cultural cracks and covered up the mess. And that whatever painful truths were exposed during the social justice and nation building hearings would have been undermined or swept under the carpet. I hear it, but I don't necessarily buy that. I'm not suggesting that this is a zero-sum game, that the team either wins or it has to reconcile with the toxicity that has grown malignant in the organization. I don't think that winning is the only way of rectifying solutions, and I don't think that if they hadn't won, which they haven't, that this now is the only opportunity to solve the problems. What I'm saying is that these are two separate things, but that they might actually help each other. And I'd love to know what Bavuma and Rabada and the players themselves feel. I mean, they are competitive animals. They're, they're professional cricketers. They, they want to win. That's, that's why they're in, the, they're in the winning business. That's what they do. They're fantastic cricketers, a, a, a lot of them. You know, they beat England. England are a good side and they played damn well. Do they feel that this is what a successful tournament looks like? Would they sacrifice a win at the altar of social progress? Perhaps. Perhaps you would too. I'm saying let's not throw the baby out with the bathwater. And in couching this tournament as some sort of peacekeeping mission, that flies in the face of fans who, who spend their money supporting the team, who have stuck with the side during a very difficult period, and who are desperate to see them perform at the highest level. Don't misunderstand me. Don't misunderstand me. I don't think that anyone expected them to win. I mean, I didn't. I think very few people expect them to beat India in the three-match test series later this year. But don't take the support of fans for granted. Don't treat them like mugs. Thank them for their support. State your intention to do better and bring people along for the ride. So that's how I feel. How do you feel? Drop me a line on Twitter at Daniel Gallen or at short underscore fine underscore legs. We'll respond to all your comments. Like, share, subscribe and show some love to our sponsors Allcore and to our producers at POC Podcasts. We'll catch you next week. Shout for LBW. Oh, he's got him. That's well run. Or is it? Oh, well fielded. That's out. That's got to be out.
beautifully done. What a great That's unbelievable. That is sensational. Now, this will be interesting. Short, fine legs.